Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Coffee machine is still broken. Live from Studio C. Our long national nightmare continues, senor. (laughs) (laughs) Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. Hey, everybody. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Today's general manager, Jack, straight from Joe's ticker. Baseball. Oh, wow. Last night, watching a bunch of newses. Got done with my newses, had had enough, <laughs> sick to death of it, so tedious, so depressing. And I flipped around, and look at that. You got your Braves of Atlanta, it's a racist name, against your Phillies of uh, Philadelphia. And that's uh, speciesist, too. Exactly. But uh, the first part of it, anyway, was a fabulous pitcher's duel. And I sat there just being happy. Mm. As opposed to angst-ridden written and glum. <laughs> I don't know. Happiness is a, is a devil's work. Uh... <laughs> right. We need to be angry <laughs> at each other constantly. <laughs> or we're not living our best life. I think the reason the coffee machine not working, it's beyond the fact that it doesn't provide coffee, which is my favorite <laughs> liquid. Yes. It's just it's emblematic of so many things that have happened throughout my life that I've recognized since I was a little kid were things that were perfectly okay are replaced by something that is supposed to be better. And it's clearly not, 
But Mm. nobody wants to admit that the old thing, the old way of doing things, the old piece of equipment, the old person, whatever, was actually better. Nobody ever wants to admit that. We're just going to go with the new thing, no matter what. Because the official narrative is it's exciting and better. (laughs) Or or somebody's invested in having made the decision or something. Right. This is the way we're going to do it. The old way was better. No, we're going to stick with the new way just because inertia or something. And or it, somebody spent money on it. And it's, yeah, exactly. And it's bothered me since I was a little kid. And I think it's mm. it's it's that that and, H- hence your neo luddite ways, uh, and, and and country conservatism. <laughs> okay, I'm glad it's got a name. <laughs> Everything has a name these days. That's right. It's got to be catchy. So there's uh, some financial news out. We can get into the details later. But the the overall inflation is down a tiny bit. But your core inflation, which is what economists actually look at is up a little bit and uh so they're already announcing they expect the fed to do another three quarter point jump remember when we did a three quarter point jump whenever it was two months ago and it was the biggest jump in 30 years now we're doing it regularly right another three quarter point jump because inflation was up again and they haven't choked off the economy yet so there you go moving up i would expect the stock market is not going to react well to that as uh, Jerome Powell continues his Boston Strangler Act with his arm around the neck of the economy, squeezing tighter and tighter, Playing hoping the- it just blacks out and doesn't die. Wow, you take that so far. Then he Barbaric. drills a hole into our head and attempts to turn us into his slaves. Mm. I think you like the choky game a little bit. Do you do just a little <laughs> bit of that in your own personal life? <laughs> wow. Well, that is way out of bounds, sir. And, and no, you, and are you the no, choker or the chokey in this scenario? Merely a useful metaphor. Okay, <laughs> merely a useful political <laughs> economic metaphor. It is right. Okay, right. Couldn't come up with any other. I'm just trying to be clear here. Gotcha. Can you? You almost went to law school. Correct. Yes. So very close. So you're our legal analyst because of that. <laughs> right. Um, so what do you make of the Alex Jones owes about a billion dollars for perpetuating the Sandy Hook myth for years on his radio show? I think he's an inhuman monster and deserves the judgment thoroughly. A billion dollars. He certainly doesn't have a billion dollars. So what does that mean? Well, that's you get different answers on that, asking different people. His company does produce a tremendous amount of revenue. He's tried his best with his lawyers to make himself look bankrupt, uh, and that will be a years, years-long battle to actually extract the money from him and bring him to his knees financially. Uh, but, of course, the, the families involved, that wasn't their main aim anyway. They didn't want the money. They wanted uh, the weight of uh, judgment on Jones to come down, and it certainly has. What I don't get about his routine is... Um... Some of the things that are said on podcasts and radio shows uh, that are pretty explosive or dangerous or whatever, people mean it and they think it's important. Like a, a lot of the January 6th stuff, mm-hmm. um, the people believe it and think, you know, our democracy is coming apart. And that's why they're dug in. I mean, I wish they would look to the fact that Trump's own lawyers aren't actually making these arguments in a courtroom. That they're right. making in front of microphones on television shows because they know they're not true and they don't want to go to jail. So I think people should look at that. But uh, but Alex Jones didn't believe this conspiracy. He didn't believe that these are stage actors. He he doesn't think the country's running around staging 
mass killings of children. So why did he continue? I, I, even if, it, if even if he thought it was a good idea at the beginning, after it became a legal problem and people started to say, "Hey, this could happen. This could happen legally." Why did he continue? You know, he stopped at one point and made the transition to, no, it really did happen. I was misguided. He claims he believed it at first and changed his mind. Uh, I believe he's a a psychopath. I think he's utterly without morals. Wow, that's it's interesting. I've all along just thought he was a calculating, soulless businessman. But you think he's actually a psychopath? Yeah, I just I don't think he has any compassion for human beings. I think a sociopath, psychopath, whichever one it is. I would have thought that when he realized, man, this could get me in some serious legal problems, the I just want to make money soulless psychopath would have thought I got to tack this direction. Oh, 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 he did. That's exactly what but he just did. Just not enough or soon enough? or Well, no, no. He slandered these people for a couple of years and, and, and brought horrors down, Har- constant harassment. They had to move multiple times because maniacs would harass them and threaten them. People whose children were murdered by a psycho. Um, it was utterly, utterly unthinkable and unforgivable. And who are you people that believe this story despite nobody else is in on this thing? But you, Alex Jones and y'all? What, yeah, what, what a weird thing to believe. Yeah, I agree. They cited one particular mom who, in an interview, just like two days after her six-year-old was murdered in a school... Um, giving an interview where she cries at one point and laughs at another point. And Alex Jones made a really big deal out of that, playing the audio for years about how you can clearly tell she's acting because nobody blah, blah, blah emotionally. Like, you know how you're going to react emotionally when your six-year-old is gunned down. Um, right. Um, and, and, and she's been getting death threats and moving and everything like that to get away from crazy people. Who are you freaking people? Yeah, I know it. And I know Wow. It. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to go down that road too far. Uh, talking about his fans and acolytes, just because it's impossible to reason with them. How many of them are there? Do you think he makes cubic buttloads of money? I remember when 60, millions and millions and millions of dollars. When sixty minutes featured him, I think they pegged his number at sixty million a year for him personally. Sounds about right. God dang it! I mean that's. You're the best athlete in the world, money. Mm-hmm. That's something. Yeah, as to, to you know, why he did it, you know, how he could do it is an utter lack of morality. Uh, why he did it is clear. Owes a billion dollars, so that'll be hounding him the rest of his life. Certainly hope so. He'll be broke the rest of his life, and he's not that old. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Evading judgments is something uh, lawyers are really good at. Hmm. Okay. We'll watch that play out. We should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, October 13th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Do you remember we knew a guy who was involved in a perpetual lawsuit with a friend yep. to protect some assets from a different judgment? Yeah, should tell you, For about, instance. Tell you about that right after this, because it's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Let's say that um, I'm both a Prince fan, which I was in the 80s, and... um, No longer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, only on Thursday night. (laughs) Oh, the comedy stylings of the SCOTUS. (laughs) Thursday night. Good one, sir. That was Clarence Thomas admitting to uh, professing his uh, fandom for the late, great Prince. 
And then was that Sotomayor jumping in with a little witticism so they could do their kind of George and Gracie Burns routine? <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Fast paced, too. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, we can talk more about that later. There's an Andy Warhol painting that's playing a role in a Supreme Court thingy today. Uh, so, yeah, in terms of avoiding judgments, I knew a guy. I don't know how many states this would work in, but the state he lived in when he got divorced, it worked. He and another guy agreed to sue each other. And so they sued each other, and they stayed in this lawsuit for years because as long as you're engaged in a lawsuit, you're not required to pay your spousal support that he owed to his wife and wow. to deal with that whole thing. So wow. he uh, just stayed in this perpetual lawsuit. Him and this other dude worked out a deal. And trust me, having been at it now for a year and a half of legal wrangling, yeah. Ugh. Did you know that? I know in a lot of states it's like 90 days, but I'm at a year and a half. And six figures. Good God. In legal fees. In legal fees, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is Ugh. relatively amicable. I mean, so if you were fighting it or whatever, yeah, so you'd, you'd be easy to stay in a judgment for as long as you wanted. But that's something. You know, just to, again, cataloging the sins of the wonderful and, and terrible, exhausting state of Cal Unicornia, everything is written legally to make lawyers the most possible money because oh, yeah. they own the state legislature. I could give a whole bunch of examples in this particular area, but I won't. But yeah, clearly there's just there's no need for it other than if lawyers decided it's necessary, then lawyers get paid to uh, to make this happen. Yeah, sure. exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow, just awesome. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific, really. Some good points made. People, people are keeping a respectful tone. I was a Prince fan in the uh, 80s. Not anymore? Uh, only on Thursday nights. Laughter from people who... Have... Oh, 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 golly. Oh, good one, sir. Uh, so I bit him. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully there are more jokes to come in the Supreme Court. Really and things up. <laughs> I really thought Morris Day and the Time were a tighter band in Purple Rain, but uh, that case is not uh, before us. <laughs> yes! Yes, sir! Good one! <laughs> so we've got lots on the way, including digging into those inflation numbers and what that might mean for y'all. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty Show. Young people are trying to cancel the thumbs up emoji. If you haven't been following that story, it's a good one. We'll get to that. Also, digging into the inflation numbers, they're bad. They're bad. Like record bad. So stick around for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Canceling the thumbs up emoji, Joe. I know that's a favorite. Canceled because you're a mm-hmm. white supremacist. Okay, all right. Okay, here's your freedom loving quote of the day. This is from Henry F. Ashurst, who was a senator. He was one of the first senators from the newly formed state of Arizona in the early part of the 20th century, from what I understand. Uh, and he said the following. 
When I have to choose between voting for the people or for the special interests, I always stick with the special interests. They remember. The people forget. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, Mailbag. (laughs) The... uh, Always interesting, JT in Livermore, California, writes, It's a changing of the guard, so to speak. Guys, I think the venerable anyway, Owen 2, is going to be replaced as a sign-off by the new kid on the block. I yield the rest of my time, but F this. <laughs> that, that's I yield awesome. the rest of my time, but F this. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, P.S. I, we, I, I'm sorry, I-Y-T-R-O-M-T-B-F-T. Which, of course, is an acronym for I yield the rest of my time. But yeah, we got the point, JT. <laughs> I yield the rest of my time, but this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That Let's is so see. funny. Why is that so funny? I'll have to I'll really look into that later. Aileen Anonymous uh, makes a number of really interesting points in a fairly lengthy email. I thought I would select this one, and it has to do with the uh, fracas at the Los Angeles City Council. Uh, guys, this last point seems very difficult for fat, soft, dunce-headed Americans to grasp, even as we annihilate our superiority by importing endless streams of people, and superiorities in quotes, uh, endless streams of people who simply want to delete us from our own country. We congratulate ourselves for being open and eschewing uh, xenophobia. Ha ha. With a degree in anthropology, my perspective is that there is no group, zero, zip, none, which does not seek the upper hand, the domination of other groups. Any other thinking is magical thinking, whether we like it or not. There will be an expression of coexistence, the wolf in Red Riding Hood's clothing, if you will. Note that the last line of Black Panther, I never saw that movie, but is, uh, we will become the oppressors. See, also as it examples, the woman warrior or the remade. Uh, 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 Do you uh, think. I'm not familiar with that reference. I wonder if maybe, you know, talk, talk briefly that existed in America after Barack Obama was elected of moving into a post-racial world or whatever. Do you think we'd be better off if we could get to a place where we all recognize look it is it seems to be human nature to want to uh, root for your group or prioritize your group based on skin color it's it and and we all need to fight that and let's look for ways where it raises its ugly head mm-hmm. and all fight it it seems like it, if we if we, if we recognize it's part of human nature as opposed to it's only white people that do it Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. We ought to talk more about that coming up. Uh, a little more email. You can email us, mailbag at Armstrong and Getty. Sean writes, uh, da, 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 on the uh, Wikipedia, hitting people up for money, because I donated them a few bucks in the past, too. My response to them was a big F you, and here's why. Since you're big James Lindsay fans, thought you should be aware, uh, he spoke about it in one of his podcasts. Wikipedia completely deleted the previous page on cultural Marxism that used to be accurate and was replaced by a bizarre explanation calling the idea of cultural Marxism a far white conspiracy theory started by Lyndon LaRouche, completely silenced James, etc., etc. Hmm. So they will never, never get another dime. I wonder how long that lasted, though, because people fight back usually on those platforms. That's what's interesting to follow. They have a tighter control now. It's not nearly as easy to go back and forth as it was a few years ago. I've never even tried. Uh, the inflation numbers, we need to dig into them. It's not good. So stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Last night on CNN, President Biden sat down for a primetime interview with Jake Tapper. At one point, Tapper asked the president whether his age is a concern, and Biden said, not at all, Wolf. (laughs) I think Biden is uh, sick of this question because he responded, I'm so old, I remember when people watched CNN. When they got to the topic of Russia, Biden said that Vladimir Putin totally miscalculated by invading Ukraine. And I believe him, because if there's one thing Biden's an expert on, it's miscalculating. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. The reason I wanted to play a little thing about uh, Biden on Jake Tapper is, and I'm generally in, you know, in general with your overall corporate media, the best you can do, a Jake Tapper fan. He, among the things he let Joe Biden say was uh, taking credit for passing the Inflation Reduction Act Hmm. with no pushback from Jake Tapper on any of the number places you could quote including CBS News, for instance, who said back in August, their money watch on CBS News said, one thing the Inflation Reduction Act may not do, lower inflation. 
And here we are with the September numbers out today following the Inflation Reduction Act and the Consumer Price Index, which is a measure of what consumers pay for goods and services, rose 0.4%, double what economists expected, double and four times what it rose in August, the highest since 1982. But you're nitpicking. This is an issue that people just don't care about. It's a fringe issue. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's the number one issue in America. And Jake, and I share your opinion of him, he's a good man, he's not great, but he's reasonably down the middle. He t- gave Biden a pass on that. Yeah, well, I Number one issue in the country. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't didn't want to, oh. I wasn't going down the road of media critique here because the inflation numbers are so interesting, but the fact that the president, most of the media, let him go around calling this the Inflation Reduction Act... When, when all the experts are saying it ain't going to reduce inflation, if anything, it's going to make it worse. Uh, core inflation rose 0.6% in September as it did in August. That measure is up 6.6% from a year ago, the highest since 1982. 40-year high. Which economists expect will this help will help push the Fed officials to consider another historic supersized rate increase in November with the interest rates because things are continuing to be out of control. Worst numbers since 1982, and we don't have the music of the cars and Madonna to comfort us anymore. Oh, that reminds me. Did you see that picture Madonna put out of herself? She's gotten a lot of work. A lot. I have not. Oh, she's a nightmare. Oh, it's terrible. It's so bad. Um, I'm sorry, that's really not the topic. It's uh, not. So, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm Captain Tangent today for getting, some reason. Getting back to the uh, most important issue to most Americans, inflation, and the numbers being the worst in 40 years out today, this from Morgan Stanley. Excessive fiscal stimulus provided during the pandemic, particularly the last $1.9 trillion package at the end of March 2021, just as the economy was already emerging from the lockdowns, was what turbocharged consumption and drove inflation to a 40-year high. That's from Morgan Stanley, their analysis out today. In an environment, and everybody knew this, everybody was talking about this, an environment where supply chain issues in particular, uh, trade, I'm sorry, shipping backups, were already putting inflationary pressures on all sorts of sectors. Everybody was talking about that, and we poured trillions of gallons of economic gasoline on top of it. Just unbelievable. There are a whole bunch of different angles we can take on this story, and we can get into the individual sectors that went up and how much and all that sort of stuff, but uh, just to some of them. CNN.com with the breaking news that Social Security recipients will get an 8.7% cost of living increase. That's the highest in more than 40 years because you have to. I mean, if you're going to have Social Security and you're going to give out money, it doesn't make any sense to make people getting Social Security checks take a 8 to 15% cut in their pay. Because inflation is outstripping their wages. But Jonah Goldberg tweets out, For years, fiscal hawks warned that everything gets harder once interest rates and inflation come back. comes back. And this is one right. of them. Uh, in the national debt, the monthly nut on that goes up. Social Security, you're going to have to raise it here almost 9%. Uh, lots of lots lots of expensive, difficult things happening. So um, retirees' monthly payments... On average, will go up by 146 bucks from about 1,800 dollars 
to uh, about $1,800. But So there you go. Oh, by the way, that increase in the Social Security benefits follows a 5.9% adjustment for this year that was based on the inflation that had already been going on. Yeah. That's a lot of extra money. Well, and the really frustrating part is that the politicians who have wrought this will pay no price for it. By the time the uh, birds really come home to roost and our poor kids and grandkids are being taxed at exorbitant rates, I mean, unimaginable rates, interest rates are higher, uh, you know, many, many government programs, including decent ones, are cut, uh, those politicians will be long gone. I mean, what are you going to do, drag them out of the old folks' home and kick them? Put them in jail? I don't know. The headline in the Wall Street Journal is core inflation hits new four-decade high. We don't want new four-decade highs since we've been setting four-decade records here now for a while. Stocks sink, the other headline, of course, because they expect a three-quarter point Fed rate coming up next month. The markets, the stock markets are in a hole and continuing to dig. I mean, it had already dropped a lot. Don't buy the dip. Buy the dip. Don't buy the dip. Don't buy the dip until it's done dipping. It's been the worst year for buying the dip. Remember that story? Been the worst year for buying the dip since the 30s. So far. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, no, that's the way this talk. You can't possibly time the market. Well, of course, but. You bet in the the long term. It's the worst since the 30s for it just going down a little more. It's going to go down a little more. And what came after the 30s? The Roaring 20s. <laughs> Everybody enjoyed themselves. I think I've got that right. Oh, oh boy. I'm not or was happy it a about cataclysmic this. world war? <laughs> I'm not happy about this, by the way. I don't live my life based on who's in charge of what house or whatever in elections. I don't live my I don't want no. inflation to be high. I would love it if all of a sudden it had gone down and it looked like the Fed had gotten it right and, wow, look fantastic. Because uh, I don't like watching my 401k and my college funds for my kids watching it all disappear. I'm not enjoying this at all. And even if they were not plunging, they'd be losing 8%, 10% a year just from inflation. So, yeah, it's a double whammy. Mm-hmm. Too many whammies. Way too many whammies. We have oh a whammy God. surplus. These are spicy times. God dang it, I would say they are. Now, to be fair, inflation is happening all over the world. There are, I mentioned that the other day, there are 46 countries, I think, that have double-digit inflation, according to Neil Ferguson, the historian, and he thinks that the uh, America might be headed that direction or the world might be headed that direction. Um, Welcome back to the 70s was his big speech the other day at some think tank thingy. Uh, but but my point is that there's inflation all over the place, but we exacerbated ours in a way we didn't have to. That's what's so maddening. Welcome back to the 70s. Yet we don't have the music of the Bee Gees and Casey and the Sunshine Band to entertain us. If I get my hair back, that would help. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going back to the 70s, I'd like to have my hair back, but I don't think that's going to happen. Flat stomach, please. I remember that vaguely. Corded phones. <laughs> Why do you want that? <laughs> there were advantages to the landline thing. I had a thing the other day where somebody was having trouble getting a hold of me, and I thought, you know, my mom didn't have to deal with this because you had a phone. It was on all the time. You didn't get a gazillion random phone calls from uh, people trying to sell you crap or steal from you, so you didn't mm-hmm. turn your ringer off. It was always on. You'd get the. There was one number. There went nine different ways to reach you, and. <laughs> And if it rang, you picked it up, and it was usually important. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, if I could get one thing back from the 70s, well, it's, it's, probably, it's probably a list, but uh, backyard barbecues and ice cream socials and just getting together with people more as, like, what you did. Uh, and on that topic, Wall Street Journal with uh, uh, yet another look at the vanishing family dinner. Oh, and, I hate and that the, so much. I know. I don't mean to be depressing or anything, but... Um, dinner table events. I'm, I'm going to try to empower you in this discussion. Uh, because the reasons is that they a, give... Is this a yes, TED Talk? It could be. It's a Joe Talk. Could be. Um, but uh, uh, the reasons that they give for the disappearance of the family dinner uh, strike me as weak. I don't want to give away the game before we talk about it during the segment, but um, it, it seems like excuses, not reasons. As if you have no captainship for your own life, for those of your children. I have some guesses as to where you're going with that. So I don't right. know when you want to do that. We also have to get to the attempt to cancel the thumbs up emoji, which is a hilarious story. Yeah, I got another emoji <laughs> for you. It's that one right there, huh? It's a different finger. How do you like that? I'd appreciate it if you'd have used a different skin tone. You know, I uh, I yield the rest of my time, but F this. <laughs> I More yield on- the rest of my time, but More on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here we go. Dig it. We're going back to the 70s. Inflation, world instability, oil wars. Let's dig the music of the 70s. At least we can dance. Exactly. I see bell bottoms coming back. I see the college chicks wearing them. So there you go. Um, I when I originally saw this, I rolled my eyes as uh, someone my age is want to do, but it makes sense to a certain extent. I don't like canceling anything. Generation Z wants to cancel the hostile, using quotes, hostile <laughs> thumbs up emoji, and wants to ban nine others. Gen Zers are calling out the popular thumbs-up emoji for being rude and hostile, even saying they feel attacked whenever they see it used in the workplace. Oh, shut up. Well, what I didn't realize is, for younger people, and uh, they quote a whole bunch of people on Reddit, this got started on a Reddit thread, and a whole bunch of other people joined in. For whatever reason, under a certain age, it's a different thing than it is for people who are older than that. So if I say, you know, uh, yeah, the meetings have got moved till 6 o'clock, and Joe sends me the thumbs-up emoji, it's just, I assume, it means... Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, but for you, the younger crowd, it's sarcastic. It's a, oh, great, nice job, the thumbs-up emoji is. It's a sarcastic, passive-aggressive... Um, uh, well, it's sarcastic and passive-aggressive. So they're misinterpreting what I'm saying, therefore I should change. No, you should learn the way it's... You're young, you're inexperienced, you're dopey. Learn what people mean. Well, perhaps you're misinterpreting the way... I mean, emojis are a young person thing. You're misinterpreting the way it uh, it was meant to be. I am old. I am powerful. (laughs) I hold great wealth and position. Conform to me, child. That's my message to them. I mean, I have And I'm seen... only partly kidding. If my boss, my first job, actually my first, like every freaking job I had until, you know, the show really hit, and now they're careful around us. But anyway, um, but in my first couple of jobs, the idea that my boss would say something and I would just demand he change the way he's talking as opposed to saying to somebody, what do you mean? Oh, okay. Come on! So these younger Redditors say they get the thumbs up emoji and it's confusing to them. They think, so am I not supposed to be at the meeting at that time? Or was that a bad idea to suggest that? Or uh, for younger people, the thumbs up emoji is used to be passive aggressive. One person saying it's super rude if someone just sends you a thumbs up emo- uh, reaction to something. I had a weird time adjusting because in my workplace because I'd been using it differently. Older workers appeared flummoxed by the reaction, noting that they use the thumbs up in work-related chats to signal I approve or I understand or will obey. (laughs) Some older workers even went on angry rants on the radio. (laughs) Uh, Part of the issue is that young people tend to use the thumbs up in jest. I only use it sarcastically, said this 24-year-old. Okay. So, it's worth knowing. I... If I'm interacting with anybody younger, to know that a lot of them interpret it as sarcasm. It is interesting, sociolinguistically. Uh, on the other hand, the idea that uh, because, you know, youngsters freak out, the plain, straightforward meaning should no longer be used. I just disagree. Everyone in my office doesn't do it, but the Gen X people always use the emoji, What wrote this one woman who worked in an office place, she's younger. Took me a bit to adjust and get out of my head that it means they're, that doesn't mean that they're mad at me. 
So again, the tragedy of having to adjust at something early in your career, adjust to something, I should say. It's pretty hilarious, though. You're the 50-year-old office manager woman, and you send the thumbs-up emoji to someone, and they think you're attacking them or being sarcastic. (laughs) Right. You were a child. Oh, great job. Congratulations is what they think. They're receiving it. Uh, Oh. what else? Oh, there are a bunch of others that they're uh, the Reddit list of uh, emojis they feel like should be canceled because they're mean spirited or whatever. Thumbs up was number one on the list, followed by the red heart, the OK hand, the check mark, poo, poo, a little stack of poo. I don't like that. I don't use any emojis, but the last mm. one I would ever use if I use them is going to be a little stack of poo. Fecal yeah. matter. That's right, Johnny. It's odd that you would be moderating this discussion as you have this weird fear of emojis. I have a Taliban-like stance on emojis. Yes, I do. Emojophobia. Yes, yes. Speaking of communication, that sort of thing, uh, got a lovely note from a fellow who'd blast us, uh, blasted me specifically in an email and said, sorry, I, I went off. I didn't mean it. I apologize. I said, all is forgiven. But you got this. Uh, and, and some of these people are the usual suspects, and if I had the time, I would block them, but... Uh, you idiots! You could not be more wrong on Alex Jones. Uh, Alex here's Jones, somebody who, saying who owes a billion dollars, and that's on top of the other very large and multi-million-dollar judgment, right? Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, here's somebody who says they're going to therapy to work out some anger issues. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Really, Jake Tapper is a clown and very dishonest, but you like David French, too. That's, again, from one of the usual suspects who's perpetually angry and rather out on the edge, politically speaking. Oh, what was your overarching point with this? You had one. I forgot. Uh, just, uh, just modern communication. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. On the uh, the Alex Jones thing, uh, caught off. Uh, I'm used to Jack saying utterly ridiculous and insane statements, but caught off guard when Joe falls off the common sense wagon. A billion dollars for words. Um, I look forward to the trillions of dollars half of us will receive for the words spoken by our mainstream media, criticizing the MAGA movement, labeling us fascists. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting point. That is an uh, interesting for the point. Note. Um, on the other hand, if you knowingly slander somebody and bring hatred, derision, and pain upon them, there are laws, dude. They're like hundreds of years old. So if you want to change slander laws, go ahead. A billion dollars, you'd be like, okay, whatever now. I mean, I don't know, that's so much, it's just, I don't know how he even reacts to that. Did I tell this story about the the who from the autobiography about... The band, The Who, about going broke. Did I tell that story already? I don't remember if I did. Uh, not recently. It's a really good one. Um, Says who? So they, they used to smash their crap, right? That was part of their mm-hmm. gig and everything like that. The band, The Who, that was, they kind of became famous for smashing their crap. But anyway, so they, they played some songs and smashed all their crap, and then their business manager said, hey, we're like you know we're like $30,000 in debt after that. And they were all like super worried and nervous and everything like that, and they played. Did some concerts and everything like that, and they smashed their crap, and then, and then, and then the business manager came and said, hey, man, things are going the wrong direction. We're like $100,000 in debt now, and everybody was so stressed out, and oh my God, we're going to have to get other jobs, and how are we going to deal with it? Then something happened, there was a downturn or something, whatever, and they were like $5 million in debt, and then they were like, oh, well. And then they just went off on that because there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> You're ruined. So then they were just free to do whatever they wanted. All the pressure left. Huh. Because that can wow. happen. I mean, there is a things get so bad, it's like, well, can't get any worse than this. I've ruined everything. 
Wow. Wow. The liberation of complete failure. Yeah, which I kind of had happen in my life a few times. It's over now. What are you going to do? Wow. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, it is. You going to talk about the family dinner? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting to me, um, and sad. Family dinners are like my most cherished memories as a kid and as a parent. Yeah, I try to recreate it as often as I can, as often as, as often as I can, including last night. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Aaron's. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.